he's always envisioning things. Yeah. He's always creating. Like, this kid will wake up, no exaggeration. You, you wake up, what do you do? The first thing you do? I complain for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy, DJ Omowski. I'm with Tony Mass and Wally Z, and we have a very special guest in the building today. He's a Long Island legend, young Long Island legend. Uh, he's with a band in real life. He's with the John Bellion Tour. Uh, he's uh, he's crushing the industry. It's our boy, Louis Capola. What's up, Louis? What up, guys? Thank you so much for having me today. I'm pumped to be here. Thank you. You know, as we go through and talk about your progression in terms of, uh, you know, managing different groups, um, talk about how you got interested in that and what, what led you to this moment. So um, I actually started with photography rather than day-to-day -day management. I kind of fell into that position. Um, but it all started when I moved to Australia when uh, I was in college. I studied abroad there for six months. And I was just filling my whole life. I was taking pictures, filming, editing, making videos. And then I was like, yo, this is dope. I love this. So like maybe like maybe I could do it with music as well. Because music, music has been my passion for like... Ever. I can't create music, to be honest. I like listening to it, though. Uh, dude, it gets me through the. Sh it gets me through my day, honestly. So, I took photography and I took music and I, you know, I blended it. So at first, I was just doing concert photography, and it was incredible. It was the best, dude. It was so much fun. I was yeah. going on tours. Um, I got to um, work with artists like the Lost Kings. I went to Croatia. I filmed for them. Um, I worked with John. I worked with In Real Life. Yeah. Um, and then through those situations of just like being around those artists and living with them and um, being around them every day, I got put into situations where I needed to help out um, with day-to-day -day management or I needed to make those bigger decisions th that a photographer necessarily wouldn't. Mm -hmm. um, so to be honest, not that it fell into my lap, but I definitely had an eye for it. Mm -hmm. You know, the entertainment industry as a whole. Yeah. And then through that is how I kind of narrowed it down to like management and uh you know, personal assistant, stuff like that. So the first, uh, I guess, gig was photography for John? Yep. Uh, human Condition Part 3, and I went out for like three weeks, I think. He yeah. gave me like a shot. You got a dog. trial run. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And then, uh, so I, did photo I, I followed on his photographer, uh, Dexter. He's Dexter, absolutely yeah. incredible. Um, super, super talented. Um, and one of the most humble humble dudes you'll meet. Yeah. Um, so I had the opportunity to follow around him and learn from him. Um about photography, but also about just the do's and the don'ts in the music industry in general. Yeah. Because um, there, it goes way farther than just being able to like take a good picture. Yeah, exactly. You have to perform. Uh, you know, under the you meet all these different artists. You're on. You're on stage. There's pressure. There's, and you know, as the photographer and in Dexter's situation, I, everyone's looking to him, mm -hmm. like for the release of any kind of content at that point. So like, and you know, today day and age with social media and everything, like con it's content, content, content. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, like photography, I mean, without photography, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I'm blessed yeah. for all of it. So you jumped on, you had a three week stint with uh, Bellion mm -hmm. on the Human Condition part three, you said. Um, so you were, Dexter kind of took you under his wing. So there's two photographers at the same time. Talk a little bit about, is there any kind of like rules and stuff of like getting in people's way? Is there anything <laughs> like little things like that you, you learned like, oh shit, I can't do that. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, to be honest, Dexter probably hated me. <laughs> I, I didn't know what was going on. I was like in the he middle of the stage when the stage was flashing. <laughs> 
Dex was like, who is this kid? Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, after he after he got a grasp for, like, who I am and just what I'm all about, uh, we definitely worked a little bit better together. Yeah. But there, um, there is a lot of, like you said, like, do's and don'ts. So, like, I had to learn. Like you said, not only did I have to learn photography, but you needed to learn, like, the culture and the atmosphere mm. of the music industry and living on tour and, like, living on a bus. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you don't have personal or private space. So you have to, you have to you know, be prepared for that yeah. and be prepared to, like, be homies with whoever you're next to at whatever time. Like, yeah. it's more, like I said, it's more than just, um, like, going out to every show and taking pictures. It's it's a it's a lifestyle. Like, you're on the job from the second you wake up to the second you fall asleep with photography and with day-to-day management. You know, like, photographers, just because John's or whatever artist I'm working with is not on stage does not mean you just shouldn't be filming. Right. You know, you need to be catching that B-roll. You need to be catching the backstage stuff, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, we would wake, when I was working with the boy band in real life, uh, we would wake up in the morning and start getting ready in the morning, and that's when I would start filming, like just them getting ready because you know fans want to see every little piece of everything. Yeah. They wanna, if I if we could show them using the bathroom, <laughs> fans would want to see. It. That's getting a million views. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get the million views. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <these> days. <laughs> now, boy people, band getting dressed in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> people would definitely want like a, a behind the scenes perspective, so it's kind of crazy that like even little things that maybe that you didn't know or in the beginning, like like you said, just like in the bathroom or getting like changed or like little things like that. Um, are people just interested because people are interested in the, the process of getting like getting prepped for the concert like little things like that well, yeah and not, like you said not everybody has the opportunity to see backstage or yeah. see what goes on before the show and uh, you know a lot of people didn't even know that the artist and their team is at the venue all day long like, mm. we, we show up at a venue at 11 a.m we load in we do a walk and chalk like you know you set up the whole stage you have um you have sound check you have vip meet and greets mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a whole day thing it's not just like the show at eight o'clock at night yeah so um, like like you said, like in in the morning, in the in the morning or in the afternoon, whenever like you're, there's just stuff to do throughout the whole entire day, and it's all like you said behind the stage stuff, like you're um, behind the scenes stuff you're doing. Um, you know, for I mean, for John Bellion in specific, like I take care of all of his wardrobe, so mm-hmm. the big GSP jacket, like I'll I'll test the batteries for that. Um, I'll make Damn. sure it's like yeah, that's all connected. It's like, a lot of pressure. How many? Ba- <laughs> what what kind of batteries does that jacket take? It looks like a du- at, at least these. Yeah, I was yeah. Saying, that's, that's, that's like at least D batteries. hundred percent D batteries, and not one at like I think it's like, like six. Or yeah. <laughs> um, but it goes further than just you know like my, my smallest task during the day working with John in specific would be to like um like take care of his wardrobe. Other like you know you take care of bigger things like I you know you know today for example I took a meeting with some animation people for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes per se um, that nobody sees. It's all the, it's like the hard work. It's all the, um, it's the groundwork. It's exactly. like the hustle it's and the, the, uh-huh. that people it's, don't see behind the scenes. It's stuff that no one it. is really interested in or bothered as far as like a fan perspective. Like you're, I mean, it's the you're there for the sh- Exactly. It's like, I want to see the show, not yeah. all the work that goes into it. Yeah, yeah they don't want to yeah, see you know? the shit that gets you to that point. But. But, but some fans like will be like, we'll be there and I'll be like running through the venue. Someone will stop me like, oh, you're so and so. I'm like, yeah. And they'll be like, so what goes like, is there food backstage? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, of course there's nah, food backstage. Yeah, I'm like, nah, like, no eating. <laughs> and they're like, oh, are there like people following you around all day? I'm like, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know what I'm saying? So people, there are people that are interested in it but because it's so like, it's such a secret. It's everything's yeah. such a secret. Um, but, and that's again, just to like, enforce the whole like um how do i put it like fan and artist type mm-hmm. deal like yeah everything like it's supposed to be like a like a magic show like this you know your performer steps on stage everything's supposed to be an illusion yes. everything's supposed to be seamless and the fans are just supposed to like enjoy the show they're not supposed to like oh how did he do that how yeah, did that yeah, yeah. happen like you know what i'm saying so 
Um, well, that's part of what you're saying. It's like the batteries in a jacket. It's like that's not a big deal, but when the, there's no batteries in the jacket and the jacket doesn't light up, it's going to be a huge problem. Oh, so those little details. We are, had a night, uh, Miami, um, GSP tour. Um, I checked the jacket. It was all good. Two, like a minute before he gets on stage. I'm like, all right, like bring him backstage. I'm like, all right, let's check the jacket one more time before he hits stage. Jacket doesn't go on. Mm. So he looks at me. He's like, what? Like, what is happening? Like, I go on and I'm supposed to go on now. I'm like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's a, again, as a day to day manager or a personal assistant, that's a call that you have to make. Mm -hmm. So at that instant, I like ripped the jacket off of him. And he was, and, you know, luckily for me, my artist, like, he was cool enough to just be like, this is a perfect decision. Yeah. We ripped the jacket. We were in Miami. And it was too hot to wear the jacket. So we ripped the jacket off and he went on stage without the jacket. But now that whole, you know, that whole look kind of. You know, it changed. Yeah, but you gotta. It's it's showtime. You, you gotta, gotta roll with it. A hundred percent. Show must go on, right? So they say. Show must go on. <laughs> There's a lot of things I want to talk about before, like earning the trust of like John to uh, make that kind of decision. But how did, how good does that feel? That like you know, ultimately you're changing the show for the better. Obviously, you're he's coming out with. Timely. Uh, yeah, timely, and there's no malfunctioning jacket on. But how good does that make you feel that you can make those decisions with him? Um, I mean, dude, honestly, like I am blessed. Mm -hmm. Not even like beyond thankful, beyond like blessed to work in specific with an artist like him. Yeah. Um, and due to many reasons, I can't really put my finger on one, one being that he's just super hum like humble. And I've worked with other artists before where you mess up once you're out. Yeah. There's no second chance. This isn't a learning experience. Yeah, the music yeah. industry is not like that. Yeah. It's very like you're replaceable. Um, you, you fuck up, you're out. That's yeah, it. yeah. And with him, it's not like, I mean, I, this was my uh, first true full gig being like day to day manager right. by myself. And, um, and he, luckily enough for me, he was willing to like work with me and, and teach me rather like let me learn rather than just be like, oh, you messed that up. Like, let's let's cut it out. But to have trust from someone like him who is a producer, who's a writer, who's an artist, who's a performer, who's a visionary, like he, it's it's incredible because yeah. like like I help I help um, I help John with like a lot of not like a lot of his decisions, but, you know, as his assistant or as his day to day manager, he runs a lot past me, runs a lot, runs a lot through me. Yeah. Um, so to, so to even for someone like that to want my input yeah. and to continue to want my input and to send me to meetings when I, is, is a blessing, dude. It's, it's, and it's everything that I've been wanting so far. I mean, so. that says a lot about you. I mean, I, if he didn't have that trust in you, if he didn't think you were not capable, but if he didn't think you're ready for that, yeah, he yeah. wouldn't have let you do that. And, you know, but obviously he's a great person we've talked about it before. Obviously we have a relationship with him and, uh, for you know, mutual friends. And obviously he's, he's the boss now, but, 100%. um, People obviously want to know him as a person. We've had the perspective of knowing him. He's the nicest human being ever. But, like, Literally. he truly is. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Like I said, like, I'm around this guy 24-7. If, it, if it's not his wife who's around him, mm -hmm. it's me. <laughs> and it all the humbleness, all the all the energy that he puts out, everything is just, it's who he is. It's not a front. Mm -hmm. It's not a fake. It's really who he is. Like, And, you know, someone that's around someone 24-7, you know if someone's like... Bullshitting you. Yeah, you know yeah. if someone's playing that yeah. card, like, oh, they're talking to everybody else. Like, yo, you know, like, I'll take care of you. But, like, when he tells somebody he's going to take care of them, I, I, like, we'll go home and, help, like, we will take care of them. Like, yeah. he sets me up. Like, I'll, we'll hook them up with whatever they ask for. Like, he really does care about each person he comes in contact with. And I think it's because he knows, like, the power of like his not like his talent but he knows the power of like talking to thousands mm -hmm. at once like how it how it can change the world yeah and change the future um so yeah dude getting to work by his side is just unreal honestly yeah. <laughs> it's like it's 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 a it's a blessing so sure. early on in your maybe photography days or early on in your management days what's like a 
like an, an oh shit moment that you did maybe like maybe I shouldn't have done that I don't even like... know if they know this so if you're watching this <laughs> <laughs> but one time uh, <laughs> I went to the Philippines uh, we got to do a US, uh, we got to do a tour in the Philippines with in real life mm-hmm. some of the greatest guys I know yeah um, every single one of them like like brothers to me at this point yeah but anyways we spent about like 15 days there and I was in charge of filming everything so we got a there was this point there was this really special moment during this trip where we were driving through like this this town and like the streets there are just flooded with kids and people yeah. and everything so I think it was Brady at Brady was like yo like we should get at it like let's let's get out like this is culture like let's go talk to these people like we're in there we're in their country like let's go talk to them like 100% so I filmed this whole thing like they were playing basketball with these little kids they were trying these like the food the ethnic like everything was just going super incredible yeah filming everything I so we run back to the van. We, we get in the van. I'm like looking at my my stuff, and I'm like, "It's weird. Only like two videos are there." <laughs> like, and I I swear to you, like I was recording this whole thing. Like only two videos there. My memory. I didn't. I guess I didn't see like the notification. My memory. Like my card was like full. Full. <laughs> so it just stopped recording, and I didn't. I didn't know. So I'm like walking around with a camera that's not even recording. I'm like, "Yo, like over here." It's not. Yo, like, shoot that basketball. Yeah, again, I'm again. like, "Yo, do that again." Like run it back. Like it wasn't even recording in the first place. <laughs> So, and then when their management oh, was like, man. yo, let's get that footage from Philippines. Like, I, we know we got some sick stuff there. And I, I was like, uh, You should tell so. that Filipino kid stole the camera. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't know, we don't know where the camera went, man. So I was like, uh, I don't, I don't have that footage. And like that to me, in this point of my career has like stuck out to be like, oh fuck, like you, you messed up. So but, now like, you'll never run out of, oh no, memory, af- ever, ever again. After that, we, I think we landed in the States, like. Two nights after that, I went like in the airport and bought like three memory cards. <laughs> You're like an army man with ammo strapped to him, just yeah, like, sliding it right I in there. Need another card. Need another card. Rambo of memory cards. <laughs> Literally. That's um, wild. And then one more is uh, the first tour with John Be- with John Bellion, Human Condition Part Three. For the three weeks I was out, I had no stage etiquette. I didn't know anything. <laughs> yeah. And so. You know, his, his photographer says, yes, you're allowed on stage, Dexter. I'm like, all right, perfect. So I go in my little spot. I'm ready for, like, the first song to hit. I stand up before the, the lights hit. So my silhouette was, like, the middle of stage <laughs> during the first song. And the fans go and, crazy. And I, <laughs> yeah. Was, and then oh, I, my God. I hear my ears, like, like get off stage. Like, we all we see is you, like, get off stage, get off stage. Get off. This is the first week of me working with john and his whole entire team so right then and there i was like i'm not gonna make it uh i failed and stressful yeah oh dude it's a lot of pressure man but i mean at this point like you learn to like love the pressures cliche as that sounds like no it's gotta be like a testament to anyone like going through anything like you're gonna goof up screw up be in the wrong place like it's it happens it happens it's how you respond is is huge exactly dude perfect point like it's how you it's failure. Everyone's gonna fail. Yeah. I'm sure we've all been in this situation. I'm sure with anything. Like, yeah. You always might. You might fail, but it's just how you pick yourself back up. If you fail and run away, obviously you're not gonna be good at that. You just ran away. Mm-hmm. But if you fail and then use that failure to make you work three times, four times harder, mm-hmm. then yeah, you'll be successful. And the people around you will usually appreciate you a little bit more. And like you know, I'll be like, all right, this kid, maybe he does know what's going on. <laughs> maybe maybe not. We still don't know. We'll check it out. <laughs> Um, I wanted to talk about in uh, real life uh, because it's a it's an interesting dynamic for you because I you know I was thinking about this I, I don't think I ever mentioned this to you is that you're with a you're with a boy band they started on like something similar to Star Search right or it's like making the band um, kind of thing it was called the band it was on ABC yeah and, um, and it was like a making of a boy band it yeah was like a bunch of contestants and the TV show was made to like 
knockout contestants until there was five of them. Yeah. And they were like the next big boy band. So, um, like after they won that, sh- they the five that won that show, um, that's when I joined the group. Yeah. And, uh, we went on tour and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like a boy band factory. There was like 20 of them. I saw factory, like the, yeah, it, yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, but the, the five, it was like are, replicas of like, it was like 23, <laughs> it was like, like clones. Yeah. Like, it was like the, yeah. It like in sync people essentially, but is, he's a good JT. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This Lance one looks Bass. like Lance mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, um, just from what I've heard from you and just kind of looking at some clips and, uh, met Michael too. They seem like awesome people. Dude. The, the dynamic is weird. What I was getting at before is that they're younger than you and you're a manager and you're so young. Like, yeah. are you like their older brother? Well, yeah. So like, like you said, like honest, so when I work with a, with a group like John Bellion and his whole crew, I'm the youngest right. on the crew. Yeah, I, yeah. I still, I, to date, so is, I is that weird being younger and being the manager? I feel like that's even. <laughs> it weird. is. That's, it is kind of weird. A hundred percent weird, and uh, it definitely like creates some problems. But it's all about how you present yourself. Yeah, like, right. There was a couple issues where people found out that I, I am only twenty four, <laughs> and I am telling them what to do and uh, you know how we're gonna go about a situation, or whatever. And it really, you know, if if I find that people don't respond to that well, it's just that's a personal problem. Yeah, yeah. That's what does that. age have to do with anything? Like exactly. I'm put in this position because my boss or that whoever that person may be, John, whoever it is. Trust, trust me or mm-hmm. trust that person. So, you know, age shouldn't really be affected, like, you know, uncountable. But I guess if it was vice versa, if I was older yeah. and I had like a 23-year-old tell me what to do, like, I'd probably be pissed off too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably be a little bothered as well. But um, back to the in real life guys, like, um, I worked so well with those guys because it was like a mm, brother. Interesting. I'm your older brother. You're my homie. We're best friends. Like, but that was the youngest group I've ever worked with. And honestly, though, they are hardworking they are driven they want this and not even necessarily they want the fame they want the success mm. and fame and success are not the same thing no and that's another reason why i really enjoyed working with them and i didn't just like throw it in the bag yeah. because like you know i i valued stuff that they valued as individuals not because they were in a band or because we as humans connected on a different level and like that's what made um you know, our relationship worked. That's what made all the hard work, the long days, the flights, the living on a bus, sharing yeah. the toothbrushes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, it all, it all is like. Did you actually share toothbrushes? <laughs> <laughs> now it's it. <laughs> They still don't know about yeah. it, but he is one of them. Boy band things. No, I'm just <laughs> Um. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Living on the bus. This is like a. This is a thing. Just from hearing it's from been, like it's John. It's been mentioned and ben. a few times. Yeah. Is, what is that? Like. Dude. I. I honestly. Can't when shit, you. Right. What up? Can't shit. Can't what's, shit. what's the poop rule? Yeah. No. We need to live. The poop, the poop so rule is there's no pooping. Well, that's fuck. It's like I have a routine. I wake up in the morning and I have to shit. Oh, dude. <laughs> like Bro. my my day will not start unless my shit comes out of my body. Dude, I will. All of us. I will wake <laughs> up in the morning and you run. Like through the parking lot into the nearest place that you see, and you and you use that bathroom. <laughs> it doesn't matter where it, like where it is, what it looks like, where you are. Like, and it, you can't shit on the bus. You like, like you said, you wake up, dude, after like an eight hour drive. You need a bathroom. Yeah. So it's like usually you literally run off the bus. But that's like one of the worst things about living on the bus is that you can't poop on the bus. You can pee on like you could use the bathroom regularly on the bus. Um, but living on a bus in general, man, is a lot. Like you have no you know, no stove. You can't cook. Yeah. Um, all your snacks are either just like snacks or they're microwavable. Um, 
It's tight, man. It's yeah, tight. It's tight. Yeah, that's like a life, dude. Like, besides, like, if you have, on. like, a little conflict with someone, like, they're right there oh, the whole dude, time. You, you, know, you, leave, like, you leave work, and you all go on the bus. Like, there's no home. Like, yeah, there's, yeah, there's no, always, like, you can get the, so you if you don't decompress. Like someone, yeah, yeah, you don't have that. Uh, you know, privacy is another thing. Like, you don't get to, like, go in your room and change. There's none of that. You have a bunk that has a curtain, and hopefully you can get change laying down. If not, you got to go in the bathroom or, like, close a door first. It's very it's very much like you make do. Yeah. Um, you live out a suitcase that lives underneath the bus because there's usually, like, 12 people on a bus. So your suitcase stays underneath the bus. You have to pull it out every day, grab your underwear, grab your socks, put them in a backpack, run into the venue, get changed, run your dirty clothes back out. It's all, That's what I'm saying. That's, is there, like, I don't want you to say any names, but is there, like, the stinky guy that doesn't, like, shower oh, often? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, or girl. <laughs> if I don't you're watching to... this, you know who you are. <laughs> There's always that guy or girl out there that's just... Oh, 100%. Just, and, but you also, at, at the same time, it's like, can you blame them? Like, we woke up... No, yeah. What are you going to... Like, you have to you know, put a real effort in to stay yeah. clean. You also... You wake up at 11. You work all day for us to all get on the same bus. So, like, it's bad. One of you's got to smell. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. The odds are not, the odds are yeah. not yeah. something that person's favor. Someone's well, it's like, yeah, I'm smelling. I'm like, I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that's, that's, I'd probably be the smelly guy on the bus. I mean, I, 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 was, just, I was just playing basketball. So, I don't know if... I, I am the smelly guy yeah, in this room right now. We didn't want to say anything. You smell terrible. He's like, dude, have it on your suitcase in three days. No, no, it's good, bro. I'm good. Um, yeah, but you don't live on a bus. You just still smell. Yeah, I, I might move into a bus. <laughs> just so but the bus, s- the bus isn't like uh, the bus isn't more. I feel like right now we're making the bus seem more bad than it is good. Yeah, there's also those times in the bus where it's just absolutely incredible. Like yeah. all your all your homies are right there. You're driving eight hours. You're driving through the most incredible spots too. So you know what I'm saying? Like driving across the country. Driving across the country. Yeah, so, so you know badass. what I'm saying? Like you. It's it's a great time and it's a great experience, but it, you know, it's like anything, ups and downs. Yeah. What do you guys do, um, like on those long, long road trips? What do you guys do to For like fun? Like make yeah. <laughs> I mean, personally, like, my to me, like bus time is like like alone time. So like, I'll try to lay in my bunk, listen to music, mm-hmm. um, maybe watch some Netflix. I mean, we'll play we'll play dumb games. Like yeah. we'll like all sit in the front and like. Like, yo, whoever sees the first yellow car, and it gets old after like two yellow cars. <laughs> yeah. And then we're like, all right, like, so now what? Like, but um, I mean it's a pastime. I mean, but it's it's nice because you can stand up, you can you can eat, like you could use the bathroom, you can hang out on your laptop, you have Wi-Fi, there's movies. So there is things to pass time, but a lot of the travel time on the bus is sleep time. Yeah. 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 Or long ass days. So I mean, and it's a long drive, so yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, it's, you're just around a, a lot of people, so I don't blame you. You, t- you get your eight hours by yourself, just kind of chill out and kind of deflate a little bit. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about Michael because I know he's one of your buddies. I know they all it's are, but you, uh, I had an opportunity to meet him quickly, and he's a super talented dude because he's uh, like one of those things where it's like, like we said, it's like the boy band factory. So you're thinking it's just kind of this one dimensional kind of person, but he's the definition multi dimensional. He's so talented. That kid holds such a special place in my heart. Yeah. And not even because, like, like I said, I connected with these kind of, these people on a personal level. Like me and him, yes, I was first. I was his photographer. Yeah. You know, we were. It was strictly work at first, and then, you know, you start to connect with people. You start hanging out. You start getting lunch and whatever. And then me and him just we it clicked right off the bat. I'm like, I need you, and you need me. Like we we knew it from like, mm-hmm. not from the start, but pretty early on, and um, like you said, dude, multi talented. This kid can. I mean, I know he doesn't. He doesn't think so. But he can sing. He can rap. Obviously. Um, he's just a creator all around. He's always, he's, he always is, um, he's always envisioning things. Yeah. He's always creating. Like this kid will wake up, no exaggeration. You, you wake up, what do you do? The first thing you do? I can plan for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look at your phone also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would be like texting him, calling him. This kid would be, he would wake up, take his notebook, go outside and write like three, four pages a day. 
mm. like on just I guess like his thoughts on whatever <laughs> I guess that I don't to, like that's his yeah, yeah, yeah. creative space so I don't really ask too much of what mm-hmm. he does in that area but just little and you when you, if you ever get a chance to talk to him again like when you when you when you ask him like those that little detail in the morning is what changes his whole career his whole day yeah when he he puts himself in that mindset of like okay today's today I'm gonna be creative yeah. every day he's gonna be creative because that's just like who he is he's just very like um always thinking of what's next, always thinking of how he can better this, whether it's like, I mean, he works on everything with whoever he's working with to the music, to the production of it, to the, even his videos. Like, you know, you don't, he's not just hiring mm-hmm. a director, like a director. He's he's sitting next to the director mm-hmm. and he's like, yo, I see it. Th- I see it like this, 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 and this because he has his hands on every little piece of his craft because yeah. it's his it's his craft. It's yeah. his name. And he actually works very closely with my boy, uh, Thomas Crane, mm-hmm. who does um, like, I think majority, even I think every single video like that he put like puts out. Um, so they created a bond. Like Michael, cre- Michael, his real name is Connor, but Michael yeah. created a bond with Thomas now. So like, so they can work hand in hand on his videos, and it, 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 which just takes his craft a step further than just hiring someone and be like, "Yo, can you take care of this for me?" Be, yeah. Be, but it's in me, in my eyes, it shows that he just cares. Like, no, it's know. good when you have a relationship with someone like that, where you know you kind of are on the same vision as far as your craft. So like, the person's doing your video might not be so far off of what you actually want. Like when you hire some random person, exactly. be like, I want you to film me doing this. It's uh-huh. like, they could be thinking to- something totally different than what a you're whole different vision. envisioning. So, yeah. Yeah. The cool thing about that is too, is like, like I said, most people wake up, they make themselves a coffee, check their phone, they're doing whatever. He's, you know, obviously he's so creative. It's like, you're training your brain to get your mind going right away. He's already in a creative state where he's exactly. like, I'm waking up, people exercise, he's exercising his brain. So he's already putting himself in the right place uh, right in the morning, which is, is super yeah. dope. I yeah. snooze at least four times. Now. Oh, yeah. oh snooze. Easy. Minimum of four. What's your, <laughs> with, how early, what is your snooze time? Like, what's your snooze count? Four. I, I, I would About say, four? Yeah. Uh, I would say three to four. Yeah, yeah. Easily. Definitely three to I four. I had two, but my snooze like is an hour long, so I'm oh, snoozing yeah. for two hours. <laughs> you change the snooze to one hour. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you wake up with like that one on, you like change the alarm to an hour later. You're like, why am I going to be up this time anyway? Yeah. Or sometimes you see it's like it's like a minute and a half remaining for the snooze is off again. You're like, all right, so I got a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. I, got, Fuck I feel like such trash It's that so happens. trash, that, but it, but it feels good at the same time. The one thing I wanted to say about <clears throat> Michael or Connor uh, and, and Belly and, and yourself, it's like one of those things where you guys have the passion to learn a little bit of everything, which makes you uh, – your visions and your creativity is just so much more than, uh, you know, just one-dimensional. You kind of – you can kind of see the picture all the way through So because you have a little bit of everything. It's I think the – yeah, the – the one thing is like you start off as a photographer. I already know you. You're artistic and you have all that background, and you just you have the willingness to learn the skills and the crafts if it's indirect, indirectly, yeah. <laughs> indirectly, if it's, if it's indirectly uh, like part of your process. You're still learning that, so you can kind of coach others around you. And and when you yeah, get bigger, you know, it's, well, it's 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 all everything. At least in this industry, and in my eyes, it has to be a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, my bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, if you're not willing to learn or mm-hmm. open to the idea that, like, you don't know it all, yeah, you won't make it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ha- And especially I'm surrounded by people that the proof is in the pudding. Not I'm not talking about, like, money-wise. Like, yeah, everybody, I, a lot of people I work with, like, yes, they are rich and they are famous or whatever. But it's because they took the time and, and the effort to get there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, um, like, it's the fact that, like you said, like, the, the willingness to learn, the willingness to be open to others. A lot of people... Even with me, like, um, I had an assistant for a show because it was a crazy show. We had a lot. It was like, we had like ten thousand people. So my boss gave me an assistant. 
and I I had no problem with her, but she just didn't want to learn. She didn't she didn't she didn't want to take advice. She didn't mm. want she wasn't a team player. So but if you, so if you're not like that, you're never gonna make it. No. And why wouldn't you want to learn from people that like from geniuses around established you? people that yeah, yeah. from people from people that have done it that that know the the um, formula to success per se. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like for me to have gone into this industry and then been closed minded, it wouldn't have benefited me at all. I probably wouldn't even be in this no, industry anymore. Definitely not. You know what I'm saying? So um yeah, dude, being open minded and just being ready to like to learn and uh create like yeah. is is where it's the, at. The one thing as we've kind of gone through this process, we've interviewed so many successful people and people who just um you know are crushing it in their industry, whether it's like at the level they want uh, or they're just kind of projecting the way they want. They're in a trajectory in the right direction. The the one theme that we've always kind of uh, heard over and over again is like a willingness to go above and beyond. Like we had this uh, one of our buddies Nick Barada on. He's on. Okay. He's uh, he's the bailiff. Bailiff. He's, yeah, yeah. He's a good looking guy. He's he's one of uh he's a um a court officer there. Um, but he's on divorce court. And he, when he first started, like he wanted to be in entertainment. But uh, when he first started off, like he would go to red carpet events, like uninvited as like a, a college kid with his flip phone and just recording just any kind of exposure Dude. he get and experience. Like he just, it's the willingness to go above and beyond is out of control. 100%, like yeah. you said. And and it, and it's the willingness to go above and beyond in the smallest detail. Mm. It's like going above and beyond for no reward. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Um, I don't really have an example, but just if you're willing to go that extra inch for maybe possibly it to work out in a year from now, like yeah. that's the person who's going to make it. Yeah. Even, I mean, there's so many things that I do in my day when I'm traveling with these artists or when I'm on the road or whatever that I'm not told to do, I don't have to do, but I know someone around me is going to pick up that I am doing it and it's going to either A, look good, it's going to benefit me in, in the end, or if not, you know what? It was, I learned, now I know how to do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So going above and beyond, um, like, and like you said, like even in the smallest increments can just teach you a lot and it can get you further than you ever imagined because you don't know who's watching. Yeah. You don't know, you know what I'm saying? You don't know um, maybe who's maybe who was supposed to do that and now they see that you're doing it and they're like, you know what? Like, now I know so. You just don't know. You're like, planting little seeds, right? You're building yeah, relationships always. and you're... you're <laughs> always planting seeds. Exactly. <laughs> What's the... um? Uh, so I, I know you come from like a big Italian family. Yeah. Obviously being on the bus, <laughs> you don't get to eat like fucking chicken Dude, parm and fucking... None of that. No marinaris. No yeah. Marinara. Nothing. You got to eat like fucking... Your parents don't pack like trays of food. <laughs> oh, dude. My mom like... <laughs> what did she send oh, you off? Ma- his mom has the drone. She fucking... Yeah. She zip lines <laughs> and fucking drops she chicken like, parm on the bus. She like make a whole lasagna. She's like, here, you could freeze this. I'm like, we don't have a freezer. Like, what do you mean I could freeze this? Like, so what, what, what's the one dish you were like, fuck, bro, I need this. To get shit. home to? Yeah. yeah. You called it when you first chicken said parm? chicken parm. Wow. Dude. My dad makes the, like one of the best chicken parms I've had. I think you've yeah. had it. Yeah. And uh, it's just, so like being on the road all, like I'm on, we were on the road for just eight weeks. That's a long time to yeah. be Are you eating bus. shit? Yeah, dude, you're eating shit. I yeah. mean, like you're eating, and you're eating at different times. Like, weird, weird hours. Yeah. Weird, weird hours. Like he, you know, like someone doesn't get off stage until eleven o'clock at night. By the time you break down the dressing room and you shower and everything's set up, you don't get into your to your bus till one. That's the time you're eating dinner. It's one o'clock. What's yeah. the best shit meal you had? The best shit meal? Yeah. Um, I don't really know if this is shit, but the best like meal I had was in Nashville. It was Hattie B's hot chicken. Ooh, Hattie yes. I had that. Yeah, yeah, that one's good. And also, so actually, sick. I was in this. I was in Dex. Um, I was in Texas in Dallas. Yeah. And uh, I had this. Um, it was called Shabu Shabu, and it's like uh, Korean. Um, I think it's Korean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it sounds, sounds Korean. Korean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so and then it's just like where you cook in front like that, and it was all it was healthy, but it was delicious. It was fresh. Um, 
and that was like the best meal that I probably had. Other than that, you get like pizza every night, which is butt. Yeah, it's, get, it's, like, yeah. If it's not from New York pizza, yeah, 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 garbage. exactly. So I'm already having and it's pizza that's open at one a.m. Yeah, yeah and it like sits in the cardboard box for like two <laughs> hours before you get it, and like even when they get like they'll get like chicken fingers and fries, like it comes in like um styrofoam and the styrofoam's like soggy at this point. Yeah, <laughs> like nothing soggy tastes fries, good. Yeah, yeah, like you're like I right, might as well just not eat at this point. Like, so what's um what was your favorite? You, I'm sure you guys get to explore a little bit when you're in the cities, right? I mean, yeah, no, my sure you, what's your favorite city? My favorite city. Um, this is gonna be it's super random. But, yeah, that's what we want. Uh, Milwaukee, like in wow. Wisconsin, yeah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, yeah, dude. All right. it's like such a small but like well put together city. Like it's clean. There's a lot of like little dive dive bars, mm-hmm. dive restaurants, dive like little hole in the wall stores that you can just explore. Like we were there. Um, Shout out to Marquette, Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so Milwaukee, hundred percent. Like it was awesome. It was really awesome. I've we, never heard anyone say Milwaukee was. There. Did you, Anytime did I tell you have you, like curds, cheese curds, like what were you doing? Yeah, what's up, what's up with the cheese what, what, situation down there? I mean, honestly, I didn't have cheese. You curds. Stayed I away. <laughs> yeah, I stayed away. Um, yeah, Milwaukee. I don't even really know why. It was just it was the, it was the, For, the vibe. we we always talk about this, and I know that you don't get to spend a lot of time in each city. Like you're always on the go, so yeah. you're getting like a little like sampler of <laughs> everything. Snippet, yeah. So I guess Milwaukee's one of them. Is there another city that you're like, all right, I got a little taste of this. I need to spend a couple days Come, here. Yeah. Um, without a doubt, San Diego. Mm, I need San to go Diego. There. Oh my god, it was just. I mean, it was beautiful. It, it, the weather, um, the location we were at. We were in the we were in the gas lamp industry. Um, it was it was it was just dope. There was every there were rooftop bars, every place to eat. You could rent scooters, you could rent bikes. We actually rented a uh, we rented a boat. Um, it was just, and it was just it was just all around nice. You could take like a an Uber down to um, Sunset Cliff. Like there was just so much to do. Did they we have were, those bird scooters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love bird scooters. <laughs> What's a bird what scooter? What is that? Oh man, I, they have them all over like Paris, and it's like these little scooters that. You just you use your phone. You scan the barcode. You have like an account, and you can just drive it wherever you. It tracks your mileage, so you pay per mile. It's like the bikes and the. It's kind of yeah, like the city bikes, but they're electronic scooters in there. Sick. It's dope. You That's just amazing. leave them wherever. You don't have to like leave them at a specific station. You just take a picture wherever you park it. Yeah, it's so sick. And, then <laughs> and it's like through an app. Like you literally just scan it. It unlocks, and the thing like starts. Yeah. And then you can ride it to wherever. And as long as it's like in. Um, like the area of like bird, whatever the hell that even means. Like you could park it there, and then oh, someone, nice. the next person that just might be walking by, they can like pick that one up and drive it back across the city. Like yeah. it's super convenient and it's cheap, dude. We would I'd be on it for like, for like a half hour, like literally just like riding through, like just having the best time. It would cost us like seven dollars. Damn, that's so sick. Much it's yeah. cheap. They, I feel like it'll never. I think there was a proposition like last year, two years to bring them to Manhattan, and like oh, so many my. people would die. So many people would die. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Me? It's too congested. New York in specific, 100% like can't Way happen. too yeah, congested. Bro, people almost die on the bikes. You think scooters are regular like, electronic bike. scooters? Yeah, yeah regular <laughs> yeah. bikes. People yeah. now are starting to ride those electronic bikes. You're and they're just like tr- crushing into everything. Dude, but the last thing, New York. New York doesn't need anything else. No <laughs> people. No, 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 not even was a mentor. He still is a mentor nice. of mine. Um, he's he's an OG in the industry. He works for Z100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's done just about everything. Every event, he's worked at every iHeart convention, every every 
concert you see come like he does everything so uh to get to work with someone like him was like a blessing and um you know obviously like you know we went our separate ways but because of like i had a different job opportunity he had other stuff coming up yeah and it wasn't like it was like you know i'm ready to grow more you're ready to grow more let's separate um but we 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 he helped me with so much yeah um so much in the sense of just like um in the sense of just like getting to know like you know don't like don't trust everybody you yeah, meet don't believe yeah, everything you hear like he's been it's around a lot of shady shit that happens in the entertainment industry so people are like much. putting their hands out for a favor you get kind of backstabbed and shit yeah yeah and he's not like he's someone that i know i can trust he has my back yeah he's a good person and like i said it's 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 that it's that kind of person again where it's like not only are we co-workers or you're not my boss i'm your employee like we're homies at this point like, you're my friend like you can call me for advice not even just for work like you know what i'm saying so to um, work with a person like him who works for Z100, Nickelodeon, yeah. um, iHeart. I mean, he he given me he's just given me s- multiple opportunities that I can't even like repay him for, um, but also just endless knowledge that I you wouldn't be able to go to school for. So yeah. for that I like thank him, and um, he's just been such an incredible person and and boss at one point in my life. Um, what other stuff are you kind of try to dabble in at this point? I know you you got your hands full with you're going back on tour. <laughs> I'm just gonna so ask. You got what do you got? You got three weeks left. You got another three weeks. I got yeah, around there. Like I think two weeks now. I think we're down to two weeks. I leave. Um, I leave soon. We're heading to Europe with uh, the GSP tour. Yeah. Uh, super excited because uh, the US tour of GSP was absolutely incredible. Oh, insane. Uh, went. Dude, we gotta talk ball. about Jones Beach. Jones Beach. Oh, yeah, yeah, we my have. God, dude. Yeah, dude. Like a, it control. was a movie. It was a movie. Out of control. He it had almost like ten thousand people there. I, I was I was telling the guys too. It's like, it's it's overwhelming because we've known him from like the beginning and like mm-hmm. he's you know probably done like places where it's like five hundred people and now he's doing ten thousand people. He's a he's a Long Island kid who's like busted his ass, done the right things. And we talk about like you can be you can be famous and successful. They're two different things. Two different it's like things. you can get cheap fame, but you can't get cheap success. You gotta yeah. like, you gotta work at that and just like to see that all come to kind of full circle was just a dope experience. And plus oh, it was just yo. a sick night. It was a sick it night. Was a, it was a like sick the night. perfect like weather was perfect. Like yeah. everything just was perfect. Yeah, it was white claws on deck, bro. <laughs> on deck, our party bus. We pulled up, and everyone just had two twelve backs of white claws. <laughs> you guys pulled up. I look at the back of the bus while he's cross eyed. <laughs> I'm like cross eyed drinking white. I'm like, yo, Lewis, you want raspberry? He's like, yo, are we going in. I'm like, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> like, it's like, like four hours before yeah. the show. Yeah, like, it's, like the light. It's still light out. Like the sun was out. While he's like, let's go. Yeah. I'm like, That's it was crazy. pumped. It was pumped. It was, a, it was oh, a great day. Yeah, dude, it was. But I'm definitely looking forward to Europe. It's gonna be a whole different vibe. Definitely. Because uh, we're not, you know, this tour we were on three different buses. Uh, it was it was a massive experience. We had stage. We had lights. Like this tour is more. We're on one bus. So we, 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 we pulled like a skeleton crew. So we're on like a smaller mm. a smaller crew. Um, it's going to be a lot more hard work, but it's going to be super. Um, this this tour in specific, I feel, is more for like John and his whole crew. Like mm. it's not about impressing the 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 blog. Right. Yeah, you, all the people, like the industry people. It's not about impressing the people that do the blogs and yeah, all that yeah, yeah, yeah. vlog and this and that. It's just about, it's about him for once. And it's about him having fun, him doing the music the way he wants and the way his band wants and um it's just gonna be a good time i'm ready to like try the restaurants like I was just say food. have you have you been to europe um i have i went with maxwell actually we went we filmed um ultra croatia i think Damn. not last year the year before that that's sick um we did spain but i didn't get to do like i'm going to germany i'm going to norway i'm going to i'm we're going like we're going everywhere everywhere so we'll, yeah, we'll, looks we'll, be, like... we'll be there for four weeks so um 
Super excited, man, but a little sad, a little bittersweet to leave home, but yeah. I get bored when I'm home, honestly. Like, I'm always ready to do something. I'm like, yo, so let's So bored go, like... he came on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, it's, it's so true. Um, <laughs> but, like, the the tour was about, like, two and a half months. This one's three weeks, so you can kind of, like, laser focus and oh, kind of you power 100%. through. Yeah, and that's what I keep telling everybody. I'm like, yo, if we could do eight weeks, we can get through another three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. But it is, it's, it's hard work, but uh, it all pays off. And it's like, it's everything you ever dreamed of. You know what I'm saying? Like they, everybody, like the band, John, the crew, this is what everybody aspired to do in, in, the, in the start. It's one of those crazy things where there's probably some countries where it's not, you know, I'm sure a lot of the fans speak English, but there's, they may be some where they don't speak English and they just vibe out to the music. Oh, yeah. The music's so powerful, it translates over, which is 100%. crazy. I love that. Um, I need, we need to talk about, cause we talked about this last episode was, uh, Izu. So, so Lewis was at Izu. I was there, <laughs> dude. I was super overwhelmed just from your, no, they, they laugh at me cause I was so out of my element. I actually, I you were fine though. I, I, I was good. fine. Did you but see I, him buy a coffee? <laughs> I bought an, I bought a you coffee. You were looking for, I remember you look, you, he's like, you know what I can use right now? Coffee. And I was like. You know, Ew. obviously, there's a lot of shit that goes that down guy there. That Molly right there. You want yeah. yeah. I mean, this guy's rolling face, you, and you're asking for coffee? I can't do that. I'm so paranoid with that stuff. I can't do it. Yeah. But uh, it's you can't like I we pre-gamed a little bit like we had a couple we had like mimosas before little did we know that's the, that's the we had a brunch before Izo <laughs> it was bad Dan's like kegs and eggs before people are like fucking sniffing Molly and fucking rolling blunts he's like yo I'll take a mimosa yeah. and a, and a side of coffee <laughs> it was so bad but, but the thing is like that's not the place you get drunk like you need to be like jacked up obviously but like yeah it's next I mean, level um I feel like you could take it one or two ways. Like, yeah. I mean, like you saw me, you were like, "Yo, like you're like you're having the best time," and I was completely sober. Like, yeah, that's yeah. just I love the high of the music. I love the energy that's in the air. From... I think it's also like you must you love the EDM. Like I love you. EDM. Don't I'm new so to it. Much. I do like it, but I'm no, new. You don't. Yeah. I'm new. I do like it, but it, but it, you know uh, so much more songs than me. I'm just like ah, oh, like yeah. sound like a nerd. Oh, this is nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys gonna play Sandstorm or yeah. <laughs> Do they play Sandstorm? Do you guys hear Satisfaction over there? <laughs> um, it can be overwhelming. Though, yeah. But it's all about how you take it, what you do, who you go with. Like when I saw you, um, when I saw you, honestly, like I personally like felt better. Not that I felt like on edge or anything. But when I saw you, I was like, no, oh, like, I don't. These are here. Yeah. yeah. Like we're like now I got like as long as you have each other and you're in like a safe space, it doesn't get to be like too much. But it there can be moments where like the lights go down, you can't see shit. There's thousands hundreds of thousands of people and yeah. you know what i'm saying so it, there's definitely there is moments where you're like let me just take a step back and go to the bathroom and get some fresh air but in total i think events like that are more so for the like everyone's accepted you can wear what yeah, you want that is you the cool look part how you want you can it doesn't matter wild yeah, yeah. Does it, it's yeah. very free feeling free exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly and that's the more so the reason that i personally go is because that's i mean you mentioned that like if you bump into someone or everyone's like when people are didn't look well like everyone's looking to help or everyone's just like super nice about every yeah. situation it's so different from like being at a long island bar it's a hundred completely <laughs> everyone's just like trying to fight you like kick someone and like instead of like you being like i'm sorry that person turned out like oh i'm so sorry I'm, like i kicked you why are you sorry <laughs> like I'm sorry, sorry my leg was there yeah like so everyone's just super nice everyone like you said everyone wants to help people are giving out waters there's um it's just it's everyone's just it's all about the love and the peace too which is which we should have more events like that which is like yeah for sure 
Uh, we're running out of time, but I did want to ask you, I think I cut you off, but I wanted to talk about like, I know you're in the, the short term, you're going back on tour, the Euro tour, but any, did you, are you, is your mind set on anything in terms of like, not like a five year plan, but like, are you, what is your future plans? Future are your, plans. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, as of right now, I, I'm just super focused on the now. I have yeah. a lot going on with, um, with John Bellion and with, um, you know, just with, there's so much that goes. It's not just we perform. Like there's so much that he has going on, and as his mm-hmm. assistant, um, that I need to take care of on a day to day basis. But, um, in the future, I really do see me, I was a hundred and ten percent continuing in this industry. Yeah. Maybe not as a day to day manager. I might, um, I might take a step into publishing. Maybe I'll take mm. a step into, um, you know, helping with Beautiful Mind Records. There's been talk about me helping with Beautiful Mind Records, and, you know, running a little bit of that for um John and just being, you know. M- very much by his side still, but rather than like an employee, maybe like a partner. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, even if I am not working with John or um, Beautiful Mind Records within these next five years, I just, I have confidence that I will be doing something um, in the music industry um, and something that's like in the same yeah, range of management and stuff like that. So Yeah. And I mean... Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I see you just just flourishing in this. You, Thanks, um, honestly, from it's so crazy because at your age, you're what 25, 24? 24. You're twenty four years old. You've you've experienced probably more than a lot of people who want to be in this industry. You've kind of absorbed it. It's like even if like there was a door open for you, you've opened a thousand be- for your work yeah, ethic, you so much, and you've, you've you've been crushing it. So, thank you. I appreciate um, that. if if you want to follow Lewis, where do we follow you, man? Uh, you can follow me at Instagram, Twitter. It's at Lewis underscore Coppola underscore. Um, or you can just, I guess if you see me in public, don't yeah, say what say, up. Yeah. Say what's up. Everyone's like, Oh, I'll get like messages in my DM. Like, Oh, I seen you. I just didn't want to say hi. I'm like, dude, like I'm a person. You're a person. Come yeah. up to me. Lost like, your yo. chance. You're not going to say Yeah. I'm like, well now I don't even want to say No, but, um, yeah, yo, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. I'm, oh, I'm one of those kind of people. I'm very open. Like feel free to ask me any questions if you're looking to get into this industry or just whatever it is. I'm a very open person. I'm looking to help others. That's why I, in an industry that communicates the thousands and thousands mm. at one time i want to help i want to talk to other humans that are in the same position as i am so um if yeah, you had, really- yeah last question for me is that if you could if you're in someone's corner they they you have one minute with them and they have aspiring aspirations to be in the entertainment business or in music or in art if you had one minute to coach them what would what would be some of the things you'd say to them to kind of get um, them motivated or give them the skills to move forward if i had only one minute it would be <laughs> to remain humble yeah that's the within this industry it's it's everyone just thinks they're who they're not like yeah. just just be you be you before you stepped into this industry there mm. was there was a lewis before i was a manager or it was a lewis before i was a personal assistant and that's the lewis i try to stay with um because that's why i got hired in the first place so with that being said i always tell people to stay true to themselves mm. um believe in yourself and know your worth because yeah. people in this industry will run you into the ground until there's no more of you. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to put your foot down at some point and be like, this is what I'm worth. This is what I'm doing. These are my rates. If you can't do that, then it's your loss. And sometimes that commands respect and people respect that on the other end. Like, oh, well, he's like, you know, or you, she is standing up for themselves. Like that become yeah. go a long way. You become more of a credible person if you're like, as bad as it sounds, if you're exclusive. So like you can't, you can't just work with every Tom, Dick, and Harry in the room. You gotta, yeah. you gotta fail your options. I'm sure as a podcast, you guys have to choose, pick and choose who you want to interview and who you don't oh, want to yeah. interview. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, just remain humble and do what you love. Don't chase the money. Do chase what you love. Chase mm-hmm. your passion, because money comes and goes. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's really it though. 
Awesome, man. Well, we love to have you. You've uh, Dude, been thank crushing you guys so it. Much. You guys uh, thank you, man. It's the warm up podcast. <laughs>